0: beginning there was podcast should we do oh we could do genesis podcast we could do spooky welcome to what's the spooky version of dress for the podcast you want dress for the podcast you haunt that was easy (laughs) i figured that out real quick
1: or is it haunt the podcast you want maybe
0: (laughs) i don't know dress
1: I don't know whether there was a pause there.
0: Dress up in costume for the podcast that you want. Hi.
1: Hi.
0: So my name is David, and this is Dress for the Podcast You (laughs) haunt. And I'm joined... (laughs) Excuse me. We haven't done this in a while. It feels like a million, billion years since we've done this.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I should have stretched before this. Oh, no. (laughs)
0: Physically (laughs) or vocally? I mean, both. Or emotionally? It's been a while. while. Yeah. We, We recorded a bunch in a row, and then we got busy and... So, my and so part of that business is my co host, who's also my co guest today. We're gonna, we're gonna basically interview each other. No, oh, oh, you want
1: me to interview yeah. you?
0: Yeah, I want you ask me all those deep, insightful questions you're always asking. <sighs> oh man, uh, is Megan Greener, my wife. Hello, I'm Megan Greener, my wife. Hello,
1: how are you? Oh, fine. Yeah, I'm a little daunted by the fact that I have to interview you now.
0: Well, I think it'll I be. I thought easy. you were
1: just gonna do everything. I don't know. I mean, aren't I? <laughs>
0: Don't I? (laughs) Horn-tie. Horn-tie. It's almost Halloween. We're recording this on the 29th of October. What are you going to be for Halloween?
1: Uh, I'm going to be doing a show, so I'll probably be Jennifer. You'll be in costume. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Me too. I'm going to be a drunk Shakespeare. Yeah. But I might wear a costume on top of my costume at drunk Shakespeare.
1: The costume that I would ever consider wearing that I could easily take off once I get to the theater is actually at my dad's house in New Jersey. So
0: Oh my god, your whoopee cushion costume?
1: Yeah. I th- No, wait, it might be here. I don't remember.
0: It's not it Oh, it is not here. No. Because if it were here, I I've never seen you in it.
1: Really? I've been never? Been here
0: for 6 years and I've never you physically see pictures seen you of me in it. I've seen pictures of it. But that's very different from beholding you as I've a big never
1: serenaded you in a in my one size fits all Party City whoopee cushion costume. No.
0: no no serenade do you making fart sounds yeah okay i mean yeah i don't know if i count that as a serenade but i do if i had seen you as an inflatable fart bag i would remember that (laughs) speaking of inflatable fart bags archie's here too
1: yeah (laughs) it's usually about this time of the day that he starts to become his own like one-man band, like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins.
0: Exactly like Dick Van Dyke, because what you can't hear in all the like newer versions when they like HD released it is it's like, cymbals, drum, cymbals, drum, fart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Walking up and down the you streets of hear London. can't it's really, it's really <laughs> happening. Oh my
0: goodness, it's been so long. Yeah, so we don't have a guest today. we Last, last week- Because we, we didn't have our shit together. It's not that we didn't have our shit together- We're transitioning uh, some stuff Mm -hmm. internally. We got married. Mm -hmm. We did a really, really good job of planning before our wedding. Mm -hmm. We had episodes ready so that we weren't stressed up until our wedding. And then after our wedding, we sort of forgot. (laughs) And then then there was nothing. So we did a crossover episode last week where Bad Examples did an episode. And Mm -hmm. I hope that you enjoyed it. Did Mm -hmm. you? You yes. Didn't listen, I didn't listen. I've never listened to bad examples, but I'm very excited to start now. Yes. So enjoy the next 40 minutes as I listen to bad examples <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> so let's just get let's get the fuck into it, Megan.
1: Yes. Do you consider
0: yourself a successful person? Mm. I've asked you that before, but I'm asking you now under a very different set of circumstances.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm I'm in a I'm in a different mindset as of right now. No.
0: No. No, I okay. don't think so. What about me? Ask, you want to ask me a question?
1: Uh, David, yeah. uh, do you consider yourself a successful person?
0: I don't know. Sort of. I th- I can't remember what answer I gave last time, but I feel like it might have been similar in that I feel like I'm on the road to success. Yeah. But I'm not quite there right now, which is interesting because I just had a conversation with a good friend of ours, uh, Mike Luca, uh, on the subway the other day where he was, as people do, right, as people started to do when I started this podcast, going like, from an outside view, you do so much. You do these jobs and these projects and these things and these social and and I'm like, Yeah, but and he was like, but one of the things he asked was like, Is it all what you want to be doing? And I was like, No, not really. Like, I still do stuff that I don't wanna do. But mm-hmm. I guess maybe at the end of the day that's also just life. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to pay taxes. The perverts, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> money perverts who are like, Oh yeah, take my money. <laughs> Um, but what about you? You feel like you feel a little,
1: um, I forget what I said the last time. I think I said that I was on my path and and I felt it. Um, and I suppose I still am, but I feel like I'm, I'm at an actual like rest stop right Mm. now. If I had to use a metaphor, that's a good metaphor. I'm at a rest stop. I'm, and I'm trying to, um, I think filter and, um, specify what I want to do rather than just sort of like trying to do a lot and trying to be open and available for just about anything right now i'm i'm i think i'm trying to be more choosy because now that i'm in a legal partnership that's us yep you and me baby and weighing you know the possibility of having kids and stuff especially in the next couple of years when my body can handle it still um that specifies how i get to that point and the things that i choose to do before and after that yeah. So I have to start implementing that now rather than waiting for three or four years from now. You know if, what I mean?
0: If if I were to describe your situation externally from your internal perspective, so you can correct me if this is wrong, like, mm. it feels like a crossroad is imminent. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to sort of start making decisions. Like, you can see it coming up and you're like, am I going to go left or am I going to go right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I've got to start preparations now. Yeah. Because
0: um, they getting over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <Pick> Big lane. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Um and and you know, it, it doesn't mean like have kids or the careers. No. I would like to be able to do both, but I know that if I'm going to have both going on, that does dictate the things that I can and should be doing work-wise. Yes. Um in order to in, in order to keep working while also doing the family thing.
0: I guess that's the clearer metaphor. It's not a fork in the road. There's a there's an exit coming up mm-hmm. that you could take if you wanted to have kids. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, am I going to take that exit? Is that, Or am I going to take the next exit where I could have kids, which is, like, further down the line? Yeah. But, like, maybe that exit won't be there. Maybe that exit's under construction. Right. It's a weird metaphor, but I think it's pretty apt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And so how's that been? That, that That's sort of something you've come to realize in the past couple of days, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, and I knew it was coming at least for the past couple of months, I think. Yeah. Um, But I was always in just, like, Yep, uh, I think uh, finding that and uh, knowing that a transformation was happening after the wedding um, and it was probably going to be a slow process, um, but whatever, got to get through the wedding first, wedding, 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 Which is get through that day and then yeah. I, can, I can start laying down the groundwork of what I want to do or specify who I want to be.
0: We got friggin' married. Yeah, we did. How does that feel?
1: For me, it feels the same or maybe it just hasn't hit yet.
0: Yeah, you say that. Yeah. I feel very different. You feel very different. Can you, yeah, ex- can I'll, you explain how? Um, well, the thing that I always say when people ask is I just feel much more, like, aware of you, Megan, of mm. you, Megan. I, like, I like see you or, like, hear you in the other room and be like, oh, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> um, and not in a possessive way, just sort of in, like, a... like. Whatever the positive side of, like, when you're in a relationship, or when, I guess I'll use my I statements, right? Whenever I'm in a relationship and, like, something bad happens, I'm like, oh, my God, is this forever? Like, is that is that how it's going to be forever? And now it's, like, not, you know, not 100%, but closer to the 98% of, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. And so, like, you know, that that's the sort of mental shift that comes with deciding to get married and then, like, getting married sort of bumps it up even more of, like, mm-hmm. Um, it makes, I, I honestly think it has adjusted the way that I handle conflict with our relationship mm-hmm. where i where it makes me think that it makes, it makes me realize that our conflict is much more temporary than, than I think, um, I would have thought before. And I love wearing a ring. Mm-hmm. It feels really nice. And the one day that I, I forgot to wear it, I, I hated touching stuff because <laughs> there wasn't a ring on, <laughs> but it's not different for you.
1: Not really, because I feel like we've been we've been doing the the married thing for a couple of years now. Um Living together. Mm-hmm. I mean I getting, I have I have more of the paperwork in front of me if I want to hyphenate. Get you know.
0: Bills. Bills. Cooking. Mm-hmm. Locking a dog. Yep. What well, is marriage anyway? Nothing.
1: I had somebody I had somebody ask me yesterday how I felt about the term wife. Mm-hmm because this was somebody who like does therapeutic practices and stuff like that. She's a, she's a therapist in a way. Um, and, uh, she was like, I have a lot of clients that when they get married, they still have to grapple with the term wife or husband and some of the classically negative connotations that come with it. Um, so I guess she has a lot of women come in who are maybe cosmopolitan types Mm -hmm, of women mm -hmm, that are mm -hmm. trying to keep their identity and, stay working and all that stuff and not be bogged down by the classic term of wife. Yeah. And she was like, "How do you feel about it?" I'm like, "It doesn't feel like I'm being boxed in. Um if anything, it just it feels like a new new kind of prestige that you and I have reached in yeah. something that we've been doing anyway."
0: It's fancy. Yeah. I like it a lot more than fiance. Mm. I never liked saying my fiance. Mm-hmm. It always felt very um unnecessary. It felt like <laughs> if someone were to say like oh yeah, my fiance, I'd be like, why did you say fiance? Why didn't you just say like girlfriend or partner or wife? And it's like, I know why, but my <laughs> brain just sort of goes like, ew, fiance, how specific. It's like if someone goes like, uh, yeah, I was driving. Does
1: it, does it hit pretentious to your ear?
0: For sure. Yeah, And I don't know why, because it's a very natural step in the progression. <laughs> but it's like if someone were saying like, yeah, I drove to the store versus if someone were like, yeah, I drove my Lamborghini to the store. I'd be like, why did you need that detail? <laughs> <laughs> But wife is, I don't know. So like, it's just sort of. Maybe it's because it. I mean, maybe it's because of of like its permanence in -hmm. theory, right? Like the fiance is like, this is only for now. Mm -hmm. But wife is like, wife.
1: Yeah, there's a there's like a a a groundedness to it, um, and there's a certainty to it.
0: And the wedding was great. Yeah, we did a really good job of doing a wedding. We did. I think we I think we
1: put on the warm party that we were going for.
0: And yet now we both feel a little mired in our success. Mm. I've got so many projects I want to be doing and things I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And I just can't do any of them right now cuz I don't have the time or the energy or the right. resources. We,
1: we have we have things outside of work that are still coming up till the end of the year. We have yeah. to be there for other people who are getting married. Yeah. We have our we have our first vacation in over a year. Yeah. Um and that's going to be well, at least my first away Thanksgiving that I've ever had. I've I've never not had a Thanksgiving in New Jersey. Yeah,
0: so. we're going to Aruba.
1: Yeah, with with my family talk or about, our family. Talk <laughs> about pretentious. <laughs> 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 Beautiful.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going. Yeah, so uh, I want to I want to I wanna address. The Megan in the room. That's not funny. <laughs> Megan's not like an elephant at all. She just likes elephants.
1: But I do like them. Yeah, That's why I
0: said that. Because uh, they're
1: like big wild versions of bulldogs the in the wild. Bulldog
0: of the jungle. Yes. <laughs> this we know. <laughs> but I am sorry that the podcast has been kind of weird lately. Like I said, we're going through some transitions internally. And I'm like, I'm going to be out of town the whole first week of November with my best friend's bachelor party and his wedding and then megan and i are gonna be out of town for thanksgiving and so we're gonna try we're gonna keep trying to like keep on keeping on but man we are so we are run ragged right now yeah. megan's in a show i'm in drunk shakespeare we both got jobs and
1: and we were we were bookended with all of this the week of the wedding like we were coming off of it you know Going into the week of the wedding. Yeah. I then, did a and show then, and the then like we came back from the wedding and we we just like went back to it.
0: Completely hit the ground running. I, yeah. I, I did a show the Thursday before we got married. Yeah. And the Tuesday after we got married. Yep. So
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. I was doing teaching prep and was in rehearsal for a shelter in place. We're um
0: we're driving, Megan and I are driving back from Kentucky uh, <sighs> because James and Shane are going away immediately after the wedding because they suck. <laughs> they don't suck. <laughs> They're good they're our good friends. Um so what are we gonna do? How are we gonna how are we gonna approach this? How do you breathe? You're so good at breathing.
1: Um, how do I breathe?
0: Yeah. Do you when I the other day I was at therapy and I was listening to some ASMR on my phone with my big headphones mm-hmm. and, at therapy or on the way to uh while i was sitting in the lobby waiting to go to therapy yeah oh. no i was just listening to it during therapy i was like shut up la, la. <laughs> no i was in the lobby uh and i like i got really relaxed mm-hmm. and she like the person like got you know got me to a very relaxed place and my breath was still really shallow like mm-hmm. my natural relaxed breath was really shallow
1: that's it i mean that's that's when you're in a meditative state um like really advanced yogis that are meditating you can't see that they're breathing almost <gasps>
0: really yeah maybe i'm very mm-hmm. maybe i'm close
1: <laughs> i mean then when you're in shavasana and stuff um do you ever notice that when you when they sort of bring you back to the room towards the end of it that's when you deepen your breath again no, that's I've because at that never noticed that before that um you would have your breath would have minimized to the point where like your stomach and stuff is barely moving. Whoa. Yeah. So maybe
0: I shouldn't worry about it so much. Maybe I'm doing real good.
1: I think you, I mean, like, are you talking about, like, belly breathing? Like, breathing into your stomach Yeah, and I stuff? feel like
0: if, when, when, I, when I think about breathing, when I think about, like, I need to take a big deep breath, it, like, is a big effort for me. I didn't know if that was an anxiety thing or if sure. that was...
1: it's an anxiety thing and it's a habit thing for... for- Oh big breath. Everyone. That was um,
0: tough. That was a hard breath just then. I mean, when you're
1: when you're in a state of like high anxiety or freaking out, or if you're in some sort of physical exertion, you know, that's when you think breathe into your belly, or at least Mm. that's what I do. So just uh, picture your belly and then all of a sudden the air falls into it.
0: I pictured it. I put a little blue ball of energy in it.
1: Yeah, that works. You you do that to me whenever I tell you to breathe. I do. Yeah. It makes me crazy. I'm bad. I'm a bad boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just like to see my reaction. I do. Do you have any questions for me? How is your breathing? How is my breathing currently? Mm -hmm. Not great. Okay. Sometimes I just don't breathe. Like right now. I'm just not breathing.
1: Don't do that. See what happens when you breathe.
0: It's so difficult. It's such an effort. It's like we were talking about yesterday with my
1: shoulders. Think about your shoulders right now, wherever you are listening to this. Do Do you need me to read you something that's about breathing? Probably. I read it today, and it's really nice. Okay. Let me get it.
0: Get it. I'll talk about my shoulders. Okay. Well, my shoulders. If I like try to lower them, if I try to relax my shoulders, it's like a big effort. When I like let myself go naturally, I was. I also think about this while I'm sleeping. When I try to sleep relaxed, I naturally like. Curl up into a fetal position, and I don't know how. That's okay. Is it okay?
1: I think that's probably.
0: I don't know. I don't know very... if anything I do is okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm assuming that's just kind of like what we do when we want to feel like we're getting back in the womb. I
0: love getting in the womb. I need to take a bath and get in the womb. In the womb. Megan's gonna read us some stuff about breathing mm-hmm. that she read today. This is the breathing episode. Hold on. Wherever you are, take a deep inhale <laughs> and exhale. <sighs> I really I really apologize I'm for gonna... that. That was that was uncalled for.
1: I'm, I'm finding it. Hold on.
0: <laughs> that's okay. I'm being very entertaining. Uh mm-hmm. talking to the people about breathing. Is it a good breathing or a bad breathing? Is there such a thing as Yes, there is. Hyperventilating.
1: That's that's the kind of breathing that you don't want.
0: You don't want that. No. Nah. In the meantime, please enjoy. God, I'm so
1: burpy. What's
0: happening? This is the worst podcast ever. Okay. Focus up. You've done this before. You've done this for almost more than, no, more than 100 episodes, you can do this. This is my mantra. I can, Archie, oh, he's just drinking water. I'm so quick to judge him.
1: Well, I don't know if this is what I read today, but it's nice.
0: Megan's going to bring us a breathing quote. This is a breathing quote with Megan, and it goes a little something. I like this.
1: Um, it is said that the breath is the bridge between the body and the spirit. Pranayama is a practice that we experience both physically and spiritually. You know what I mean by pranayama, right? That's like that's like the breathing exercises. Mm. You know, like when I taught you the, the, the three-part breathing yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's pranayama. Great, I love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the moment we close our eyes and bring our attention to our breath, distinct positive psych- physiological effects commence. Uh, our heart rate slows. Uh, cardiopulmonary stress is decreased. There is a decrease in metabolic activity, blood sugar, and lactate levels, muscle tension, and skin conductivity. The sum total of these positive changes is an increased sense of well-being, a sense of coming home. The shift, this shift on the emotional level, is accompanied by a shift in attention. We are aware that the concerns that held us so tightly, turning the page, just a moment before, ha, uh, just a moment before, have receded. We sense a powerful presence. If our breathing is chaotic, our minds and emotions will be chaotic as well. If our breathing is steady, our minds and emotions will be steady. This has been borne out in clinical studies and can be readily tested as you move through your day. Stopping in the middle of a difficult moment and bringing your attention to your breath is an excellent response. This becomes increasingly easy if you spend time at the beginning of your day connecting to your breath.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So much you're supposed to do at the beginning of
1: the day. Why I feel like with this, this episode and the one that was focused on me, I, I I hope I'm not coming off like I, I think I'm some yoga expert because I'm not.
0: You don't. You just read out of a book. I don't know. I like that that book didn't use its I statements at all. It was like, we all do this. Mm-hmm. My therapist doesn't like when I do that. He says it generalizes things. <laughs> well, he's going to love this episode. Everyone <laughs> does. that. My therapist does not listen to this. <laughs> I hope. He does not give a shit. I'm going to get in trouble if he does.
1: Because
0: I bad mouth him. I say, Hunter, are you still you stink. You stink. Hunter, you stink. God, no. Now I'm imagining that he does listen to this, but he would never talk about it because he's super nice. And so he would just hear this and be like, oh. oh. But you don't stink, Hunter. You're great. I just think we, you don't like, you don't like when I argue with you and I like to argue. He thinks I get too intellectual. Uh-huh. You, you don't think that,
1: do you? Uh, I think you could be heady sometimes. You can be. That also, that also comes with the crowd that you tend to run ro- around with. Headly. so this really can't
0: be surprising to you it's not surprising what is surprising is the end of the episode which is right now what i'm just gonna call it for now i i I wanted to give an update and to give people our fucking gorgeous voices for a moment (laughs) um but uh i really just wanted to say hello check in with you and like we'll check in again and sort of see how we are periodically. My relate has your relationship to suggest this is the last question. What has your relationship to success changed since we started the podcast? Hmm. Mine has. But-
1: I, I think. I think hearing everybody's responses to it have have caused me to like even dissect the word. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And the the weight and the apparent weight of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. I think it's caused me to, to sort of take a microscope to it. And all the stuff that comes with it usually—is
0: it more important, or less important, or the same?
1: Mm, I think it's, uh, and it doesn't make it easier. Unfortunately, it's become more difficult only because it's so open. You know, it can mean absolutely nothing. Oh no, is this podcast making us sad? Th- th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it just—it's it's made me uh, have not as solid of a thing to cling on to, which can be scary, but Fair not enough. necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah, it's—it makes you think. It makes us think about stuff. It makes me think about stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes me think about why I do some things that I do. I yeah. think it makes my opinion on success like shift wildly day to day. Sometimes sure. I'm like, I just wanna get off the grid. I wanna leave and like not worry about ever making an impact ever again. Am I allowed to come with you? Are you allowed to come with me off the grid? Yeah. Yeah, of course you are.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. As I long... don't I don't know if like
0: that was a solo journey. No, no. As long as you're not gonna pressure me into making any cultural or social impact anymore okay i just want to i just want to pet my dog and make mm-hmm. a baby make a baby eventually the exit still ways off
1: i think i've especially within the last year or so i've uh i think i'm i'm trying to figure out how i can do what i do what i've trained to do but also what i've more recently trained in like how do i combine the two and help people and yet still feel like i'm doing what i know <laughs> you know what i mean how do I make that a thing or how do I make that a business or you know and maybe some people already are maybe some people have a thousand different forms of doing the things that I'm talking about but
0: nobody can do the things that you do the way that you do them because you're Megan Greener (coughs) nobody does fart sounds the way you do them
1: (coughs) can you tell that this is a podcast about success yep cool
0: (coughs) yeah because you're so successful at farting (coughs) (laughs) We're out of our minds. Thanks for listening to Dress for <laughs> the Podcast You Want. My name is David Andrew Laws, my co-host and co-guest and co-interviewer, as always, except for new for the first time, Meg- <laughs> Megan Greener Laws. Yeah. You can go to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to learn more about Dress for the Podcast You Want. Big thanks to... I'm going to thank, thank our donors right now, so don't be... Hey, you be good. <laughs> <laughs> Laura St. Pierre, Patrick Marin, and Dr. Michelle East are our donors and they're the best. And I want to enroll them in a class to learn how to make fart sounds like Megan Greener does. Mm-hmm. She's really, she's really good. Mm-hmm. Do you think people would pay? I bet you could find five people who would pay to learn how to make fart sounds from you.
1: If I give them the right price, they might do it. Twenty bucks. Oh, I was gonna lowball it, but nah. sure if you want to come in for twenty bucks, you I won't
0: I won't be mad about it. So go to Megan's fart class.com great Mm -hmm. don't go to that website (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to know
1: what that domain looks like
0: (laughs) and just thanks we just love you so much and it's like it's not a it's not a hard time for us right now this isn't our like we're having a hard time podcast but it's like we're we are on the road right now and we're really excited that you're all on the journey with us Mm. so thanks for listening and we love you i'm i love you i love you too archie is a dog.
1: And he's right here. We found him.
0: He probably loves you, but I don't want to speak for him. <laughs> a lot of love in this room. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha, ha. Was there something else I was supposed to do? Oh well.
1: Hosted on